Updating. I gotta have like a 40 ounce. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awful, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh, yeah, you specified. <laughs> hey, what's going on? It is the Hayman Man podcast. It is episode 197. This is Dave. This is Ben. Today, I suffered... That's, I don't know what I'm talking about. My son suffered <laughs> the first suffered. loss of the season in conference. So that means that uh, the first team that's actually in our conference that we wrestled against where he took a loss. It was rough. It was I'm, rough. I mean, you know, that's pretty impressive that this is his first one. Yeah, I think he was like on an eight-pin tear. It's really great. But that's really great. I'm not denying that. But this is, and, and I wanted to get into this with you last <laughs> week, and I'm glad I didn't because with this happening, it, it, it even it works a little bit better. So I hate to bring the mood down right off the bat, but mm. I, I want to talk about, I want to bare my soul a little bit and, and sort of, I know you competitively swam mm-hmm. in high school, and, and is that the only sport you played? Like, I wrestled for like three months. Okay. I mean, I mean, as far so, as, like, yes. like, Little League, did you play I baseball? I didn't say that. Yeah, I just went. Yeah, I played okay. Little League as a kid. And I played and, basketball until I realized I now was now a jiu player, so you know that. Oh, a big-time player. But, um... Big-time. So, a couple things I wanted to talk about is... It... it I After he lost... Uh, and it's not like he hasn't lost before, but in conference... Did you he know, get pinned? So, yeah. And, okay. And... and he, you know... He you went, know what the correct response to this is. Got pinned? Good. I was thinking. You know it is. Unfortunately, yes, you know it is. So I know people are annoyed. He's sitting across the gym, and you know, listen. I always hated the kids growing up. Like when you know your dad, if your dad was the coach and you got to pitch, you you weren't always the best pitcher. But if your dad was one of the coaches and you wanted to be the catcher, you got to catch. If your dad, you know, if you wanted to be the pitcher, you got to pitch, regardless of how good you were. Your dad would leave you in until you almost until the, the game was almost. There was insurmountable odds to come back from. Correct. You know, right before that happened, he would put the other kid in, and he'd take you out, and he'd give you an excuse like, oh, you threw too many pitches. I want to keep you for the next. Yeah. I want to keep your arm. I'm going to burn know. that arm out. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I remember as a kid being, I, I wasn't one of, I, I never cried uh, as a re- or, or teared up as a result in baseball, uh, as a result of no, not, not making not a play, this. striking out. I mean, I was definitely disappointed and, you know, that I let my, what I thought was I let my dad down or, yeah. you know, I let my mom down or people that came to see me and all that good stuff. Not from sports, but wrestling's different. So this is where I'm going with it. Uh, so there were kids in baseball, like I said, if they got pulled out uh, and their pride was damaged because they were doing shitty, they didn't have the courage. You know, they always thought it's like a gambler where you go like, yeah, I've lost 20, I've lost 30, I've lost 40, but I have 20 left. I'm going to try to win my money back. Instead of getting up and walking away before you've done so much damage, you yeah. can't come back, right? Yeah. And I, I, I wouldn't expect a 12-year-old kid that's pitching to go like, hey, time out, Dad. You got to take me out. Like, it, it's just too hard to do. There's Right. Because a lot of that is for your father. A lot of that is for your coach. A lot well, of that is. Well, I think also I think too, especially when you're younger, you're you're, you know, you're obviously you're not developed. Your brain's not developed. It's you go into a little bit of a panic as far as like, 
Let me get this one. Let me get this next one. This next one. You don't see big picture mm-hmm. at all. Like like I used to pitch when I was young, you know, and it was like no matter if I was pitching garbage, let me get this next batter. I'm gonna get right. him. I can bomb back. Doesn't matter what the score is. Let me. It, it's like um, it is like you know the dog throws that or the guy throws that frisbee. The dog goes after it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's that's. It doesn't matter if like you've ran through the wall the last six times you threw it. Well, you as, go after it as long as the game's being played and you're not being pulled. There's always another chance for redemption in that moment so if you've walked four guys but then you come up and you strike the next nine out you're walking away a hero sure no one's going to remember the first also you know, leave on a good note about. that's what i'm talking L- about. let me strike this guy out and then you can pull me so i i was thinking while i was watching him sit in this folding chair you know his match was over you so when you win you run down the line the whole team comes out and they they yell as you come running down the line you high five everybody oh yeah and so today wasn't our day and wasn't his day and uh <laughs> He goes down to the end of to the. He's the captain too, so he goes down to the. Is end, he really? Yeah, he he goes down to the end of the chairs and he, he's sitting by himself. And do they all have to become Hebrew hammers? No, I mean <laughs> that's something that like that's like some Wonder Boy shit. Like everybody doesn't get that. So he he's just sitting there, man. I could tell he's got that lip quiver going on, and he and, and I'm I'm looking at him from the. I'm trying not to make eye contact with him because I know he's he's trying to look. It's worse if you, yeah yeah yeah. And so my wife is like looking at him. She's like, he's looking like he's really sad. And I stop looking at him. Just ignore him. him. He'll get over it. So I look over real quick and I give him like the hey, go in the bathroom and splash water on your face. Like take a walk. That's dude. That's a tough thing of parenting that I've really only like barely touched on. Not like you're saying is the. The I know you guys are really good with your kids as far as like let them figure it out, let them do it, let them be bored, uh, let them fail. I don't, I man, I, I don't know. That's got to be a tough one, right? Yes. Like, like, well, I mean, I was you let him fail, but let him deal with his failure, let him suck it up himself. Well, like this that's... definitely is in our first uh, rodeo with wrestling. We've been doing it for years, and in the past, when we've taken losses, when he was when he when he's lost, <laughs> he. Uh, you know, it was very upsetting. You're going to be sore go, tomorrow I, after I, this match. I, I would go to him, and he and it would only exacerbate the emotions. Like if once I came up to him, he would lose it. You know, and he, and he would just break down, and it, it was he was disappointed in himself, disappointed that he let me down. And well, you, so I put a lot of uh, un without even knowing that I'm putting the pressure on because he knows how much joy I get. Well, is it fair wins. to say that you validate the failure when you see like? When you're like, you give him that look, like you both know he failed. Yeah. Now, he didn't just fail because failure is hard. Failure and your dad knowing you failed is, well, dude. I guess I the mean, thing, when he wins and when he is winning, he could hear me screaming a, a right, louder than anybody. Right, right. And it's just a pin drop when you lose. You're going to have to just start. What can you say? What can you do? You're going to have to just start like being on Facebook while he wrestles. Like so, just, just become apathetic. Well, now I don't. My wife holds the camera because I can't do both. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so anyway, I, I start, you know, that song yeah. that, uh, one is the loneliest number. Yeah, that's so familiar. that's, what's going through my, I'm looking at him out of the side of my eye and I see him, you know, he's just looking down, not at the, not watching the next match. I'm looking down and I had, I've had this conversation with him before and, and tell me what you think when you're the captain of the team and it, it's a lot to ask for a near 14 year old, but it's a lot when you lose, you have an obligation as the captain to lose with dignity and honor and hold your head up high and let the other guys who haven't lost as many times as you or or have understand that it's it's a game it's a contest you lost we're moving on now it's our we have to cheer the rest of the team on because although wrestling is an individual sport it's also a team sport well, it's not but just it's, about you and, and now you don't want the other people going in dejected well, right the hardest 
thing to convey to somebody. I mean, if the situation was reversed, even at this age, I don't know that somebody would probably have to be telling me this from the outside. No, it's a uh, character (sighs) attribute that's hard to get, right? So I pound this into his head all the time. I'm like, it is your job to be standing next to the coaches. There's two coaches. You need to be the third guy yelling out to the the kids because maybe when the coaches are telling them stuff, they're, they're blocking it out. But if they take... They know you were just out on the mat, or you, they, they respect you. They'll listen to you. So you need to take the – when you see a kid lose, you need to go up to him after and, and, and give him the boost up. This speech, is the Smoking know? Jay syndrome. What's that? This is the Smoking Jay Cutler syndrome. Jay Cutler was a really good quarterback, but he would throw picks, blah, 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 whatever. Now, people would say we would rather have the other guy who they knew wasn't as good in because Jay Cutler would throw a pick and then sit there and not talk to anybody on the bench and just stare. Mm. Or had this, you know, like a shitty look on his face. And the fans, especially me, had Chicago fans, would be like, Dad, Jay Culler don't care about the game. He ain't got the heart. Just he doesn't have the, like... the fire and the passion, right? Because you see him like, it looks like he doesn't care. Uh, even if he played worse, but was on the bench looking at film going, all right, guys, let's get him, let's get him. Everyone would go, I like that guy. He's got heart. So right. it's the Jay Cutler syndrome. Like, you don't want him to be, and what I mean by smoking Jay is people would take pictures of his crappy grin and mm-hmm. they would photoshop cigarettes right, right. in it and so like he's just so apathetic he's like I'm just gonna, what yeah. else is there to do you besides? don't want a smoking hebrew hammer right. just sitting on the side well so it's not good for anybody yeah so like i the rest of the match although i'm cheering on his teammates uh it's lost on me you know i'm in this place <laughs> unfortunately myself because i i boy, you know oh with, with your kids you wish you could take the pain away you know that's the oh, big yeah. thing Oh, but yeah. like the like I've told you before, and what you mentioned is, is I have to let him have it for himself. It's really just hard. Nothing, yeah. For me to go down there and and and, and cry <laughs> instead of him <laughs> or whatever, it doesn't. You got to understand. There's 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 going to be times when you win. There's going to be times when you lose, and and you have to take those losses as life lessons. And that's where the the jockos of the world um, prevail because you you and I was thinking exactly that. Like, hey, good. Now from this, now you know you, what it feels you, like to lose. You know what it feels like to lose, and you know where you're weak. You know what you have to work on. That guy had his day today. He won't have his day next time. You right. Know, and um, now you know how to lose better. Anyway, you know what I mean. Like even after you just lose, you're, I, you're on I don't the bench. think it, I don't think losing ever gets easier. No, I well, I just mean like <laughs> if you lose next time, maybe keep your chin up on the bench and say, okay, go go avenge me, fellas. You know something. You know so, what I mean. So so two things come out of this. One. And I'm asking for you to... And from a guy who's been kicked his whole life, yeah, losing gets easier. I, I would never let my kid walk away, quit mid-season, none of that stuff. So all, all this stuff with sports is so important to me because I believe it builds characters, especially when you have an opportunity and the coach 100%. goes like, I need you to be the team captain. You know, you, you, you've you exhibited these qualities or whatever. And that wasn't my decision as his dad. It was his, his coach, independent of me. Yeah. And and I've never had a good coach in my entire life. I can't remember ever being motivated by a coach or wanting to do right by a coach. Well, wrestling is definitely a far cry from swimming. But I remember, like, dude, I remember my swimming coach was, he was legit, like, I don't want to say, like, oh, he was, like, like a dad to me. But that guy was, like, if I disappointed him, it was, what makes I was a having a rough night. He was... Different than my dad in that my dad would always kind of like, eh, like whatever, like, you know, like do what you want. Like, but he was a good example, but I never got like that hard. Um, 
Like he never pushed you to be excellent. No, I, well, he never pushed me to be excellent, and also I never got. Um, we grew up real religious, so everything was shame based, right? It was like, don't do that; it'll make your mom feel bad. Don't do that; the, the Lord will look at you. You know what I mean? Um, with with his name is Coach Jancic, uh, and with him, it was like, um, he wouldn't sugarcoat. It. He wouldn't like yell, but he wouldn't sugarcoat. It, just like, like, what are you doing? Like the fact that he expected you to do well. And if you didn't, he was just like, I don't understand. That doesn't, not only do I not understand, I'm not going to sit around and listen to you bullshit me. Just go do better next time. Like, he was very much about, there was no guilt, no shame. Just like, well, that, that, uh, you know, he was very good about, I guess, just like drawing, drawing a line in the sand. And if I felt like making excuses, he would just start talking to somebody else and be like, yeah, yeah like, okay, you, how'd you do? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he don't want to hear it. Don't give me that shit. Like, just show me. Just well, show me. And that's one of the things that I did learn in that is go as hard as you can. And I would say, I'm tired. I can't go anymore. And he would know that's, that's bullshit. Go. And I would go and I would say, I'm too tired. And he would show me you're too tired. Die in there. You know what I mean? And that right. was one of those things. Nobody had ever done that, you know? But you know, like nowadays, and, and this is where it gets a little crazy. Like if you ask me right now, what in my opinion, and I'd never been coached by this person or people, obviously, who, who is the epitome of a, of a, of a great coach in your eyes. I always first go to Bobby Knight. And most people would go like, oh, that's the worst. No, He's I the worst. I do not agree. Yeah, like I, I know like a, that. Comes like a, he seems like a b-hole. It, I get that. <laughs> and then my other would be, you know, like, I guess just growing up in Chicago, you go like Ditka. You know, obviously Ditka. But I think those guys are a lot of, this, <laughs> of the same ilk, for sure. I think know? that a coach removes himself and makes it not about him. Yeah, I guess, but I just, so my own personal experience is not of that world. That's like, why I, I don't care for those guys that much. They're like, ah, it's about me. No, 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 no. It ain't about you. You're out there to see what we got. But, and I, without me really getting into it, I don't have to. You you know why I look at that as, why what personality type, why I'm attracted to that personality type. To be type. fair, though, the obvious right answer is Coach Lubbock. But, <laughs> but go ahead. Uh, you, you know what I'm saying, though? Like, it, it, it doesn't. You could immediately, knowing me, go like, I, I, yeah, no shit. Those are the people you picked. I, I would bet say you, like you want the biggest chimp in the forest. You want the alpha male to do his thing. Well, I just feel like I, I would look to those people and go, they would really make me feel bad about not winning. If that makes any sense, like there's no other choice but to not win, and if you don't win, you pay the price for it. There yeah, is a price to be paid. I understand that. I just don't. I like people respond to stuff differently. I don't respond to the yelling. I shut down to the yelling. I either attack you back or I shut down. It's the because I was like I said, I do more of a shame based well, philosophy. So mine is more like I can't believe you didn't do better, and it's like oh okay, I'll go do that again until I die because I didn't want to let you down. The question I was I was trying to get to before was so. Now, how would you react to a coach of that style coaching your kid? Like, so you're like, hey, man, I, I haven't gotten to the point yet where I've had to really coach my kid through a loss personally. Mm. But you see this kind of coach that you had who took no excuses, and you see that coach doing that to your child. Although your coach, you're not saying he was He harsh. wasn't like heavy handed. I know that, or but yelling. I'm saying like, but there is no nurturing there. It's just yeah. basically like I, I'm not going to listen to your excuses. I taught you how to do it this way. You didn't do it. Why? Well, and when people act that way, they really believe you could have done better, whether you could have or not. They be, like they make you believe you didn't do as good as you can, and so you believe that, and so you in turn go, "Oh my God, I didn't know I was as good as that guy said. I thought I was okay. 
he thinks I can beat this guy. Like, isn't it all mental? It's all mental. Yeah, it's all mental. And so, the the very matter of fact, and I even do a lot of things. I do parental stuff. I do stuff at work this way. Uh, my philosophy is always very matter of fact. I think it's more effective and sometimes more threatening. And just, I think you can do better. I'm not gonna. If I get hot headed now, you think I'm emotional. I'm not. Mm. This, I'm like a robot. That's why I want AI to take over. That's why I want the robots to take over because they're started. better at everything. But, but I I like it to go like, you know, like if I would lose a race, he would just go. I mean, you did okay, but but you can you could you could swim a 107. Why did you have a 1010? Oh, I don't know. I felt like this. Okay, that doesn't make sense to me. But well, you know what I'm saying? Like, and so if 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 someone is hard, unemotional and hard about it, then you go, oh, it's like. They're saying it matter of fact. You know what I mean? Like this water is wet. Like you know it. So you're going, I guess I guess he thinks I'm better than I think I'm better. And he knows more than me. So he must be right. I am I should go be better. That's a really long way of explaining I, it, but I don't have see, much. See, I, I don't know if anybody um I haven't done the research, but anybody who's ever played for Bob Knight personally would have I, I don't know how if their feeling is is like I hated that guy. I wish he never would have coached me. I think most people, once they made it through the gauntlet, looking back on it, they're like, hey, I made it through, so it's not my life right now. Probably while you're living it, it's a it's a nightmare. Well, in the interest of fairness, I never, my coach never choked me and hit me with a chair. <laughs> now, had he tried, here I am telling you one side of the coin. I don't know both sides. Right. Like, had he hit me with a folding chair and wrapped, like, gaffer's tape around my neck, dude, I might have smashed records I didn't even know. That's what I'm I saying. I might have swam just based out of pure fear. Well, what, what, one fear. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Pure fear. I ducked all of a sudden. I was <laughs> looking for an attic. Uh, <laughs> but the, uh, the inter- I want you to swim as fast as you can. The interesting thing is, um, when you really sit back and think about it, it takes a sp- every you know. A lot of times, I guess these schools or whatever, they're like, "Hey, we have a wrestling program. We have a basketball program. We have whatever. Mm. Who can coach?" And it's almost like sometimes it's like the lat the one guy who's not paying attention, everybody else steps back and he's left standing. He's the coach. Like the droopy or, cartoon where all the Mounties it, they say, We want to volunteer and they all look like they're going to go forward and they all go right. back in unison. And Droopy is the only one and left. And he's standing there going, Boo booey. So the, or there's like a parent that like, you know, is really engaged in their kid and they go, well, I really don't know about soccer, but I'll get a book, uh, idiot you know, idiot's guide to soccer and I'll yeah. teach soccer. Yeah. So you put yourself in a coaching position and you 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 coach quote quote coach, but this is the difference between this is where like teachers, uh, and you know, they're not a dime a dozen man. They're one in a million. When you get a teacher that's a real teacher, not a teacher who's oh just going to go through the curriculum and run the outline and can switch you know topics or whatever, yeah. and they just plug you in wherever. No, a good teacher is a good teacher. I is, didn't have very many. But. I mean. I, I, yeah, and I, most people could probably count them on their hand, like two but or those three handful. Their whole you life, are, oh my god, without a doubt, yeah. don't forget them. And that's the same with coaches. It's like a lot of people want to be coaches, but most people don't have what it takes to be a coach, to be a real, like inspirational yeah. good coach. You need I, a coach for the coach. You need to be like, hey, you need to like after the game, be like, hey man, I saw you out there. You you got a little bit angry, but uh, I'm just, a, I'm just asking. I, mean, I don't like you don't have to answer now, but. Could why didn't you throw a folding chair? Like what you know what I mean? Like you need somebody to come in there after the game and just go like like after everyone's gone and left, after the, the media day's done, go listen. Um, we all heard what that guy said in the in the interview. The guy with no shirt on and the towel. We heard what he said about play calls. Did you think choking him wasn't an option? Do you think that's something you couldn't have done? Like like why? I'm just saying, don't rule it out. Like if you think you could stab somebody 
and get us another win. I want to hear your thoughts on it. Well, I'm a hard-headed person, and I know just even in my job, the best managers all through my work life and in and, and my sporting life and everything, any competitive stuff that I did, I always needed somebody who was like, wouldn't even allow me to give an excuse. Didn't even ask me why I didn't do good. You know what I mean? If you didn't do good, you're just going to be punished. You run push-ups, whatever it is. You either win or you pay the price. Well, that for is not just winning. eliminating the option of mistakes. Like I'm not going to give or excuses. I should say. Like it's just... yeah, but I'm saying like I never had anybody sit down and go, "Why do you think you didn't win? What do you think you could have oh, done better?" Ever. No. I've always ended up with the coaches that were just like, "Listen, we're taking la-. you." At the end of the game, the coach is bagging up the bats, throwing the helmets in the trunk of his car, and he, hey, guess what? I'll see you guys tomorrow and make sure you have your running shoes on. Yeah. Like, and that next day of practice is literally running killers, ladders, whatever you want to call them, yeah. burpees, you know, thinking yes. position. And it's, you're being punished because he told you, you know, all year, this is what I need you to do in this situation. And you had a brain fart and you didn't do it. Everybody pays the price. Yep. But there's really no, let me pull take you aside and, and run this. Let's, let's do this a thousand times, 10,000 times till it becomes, you know, ingrained in your yeah, head yeah. and it's second nature that doesn't happen yeah. and that's what i'm saying like that's why you know most of these little league coaches or bitty ball or whatever on that level are people's dads who are volunteering and and, and that's what they are some sometimes <laughs> yeah. you'll find a diamond in the rough but yeah. mostly not i just had a funny thought too when i was when i was a kid uh <laughs> when i was a kid when i was in school we not school in church we there's a thing called bible bowl you know what that is uh, no did you I have a Torah bowl yes no i didn't Torah bowl is like one of the worst dishes you could eat mm. at, the, at the holiday season. There was something called the Bible Bowl, and it was like it'd be like five or six books of the Bible or something like that. And dude, going over these verses, highlighting names, places, adjectives. I mean, dude, like I, I, there's without making people fall asleep or get angry or both. Uh, the fine comb with which these Bible books and verses were meticulously combed was so crazy. Well, I remember one year, like, uh, we did some of the ones in the New Testament or whatever, and I was very bad. Because I was just like, dude, how much time am I going to put into this? But my, my one of my best friends was in it, so I, and his mom was a coach. So, like, I was on his team, and I sucked. Like, we'd perform, or like, we'd do competitions, and I was like, this is... <laughs> so embarrassing but it's literally like competitions of who knows the bible more right so we'd be telling these doing these competitions and these dude uh, okay imagine imagine who you're up against like imagine who's on the other team okay let me go back one more one more layer people that are so into the bible that they get coaches and binders and highlighters and schedule practice in the week to study the Bible, um, imagine me as a kid from Hessville being like, "All right, I guess, like you know, we go to church, whatever." Imagine who I'm up against. Imagine the the, the legions of Jack Hiles esque mm. kids. Oh my God, dude! Like we just people that just like and for dinner instead of saying hello, they just go ahead and pass me the Jesus. I'll take some of those, you know. Right. Oh, this is excellent, um, Thessalonians, right? So I obviously I get my ass kicked all the time. And uh, I just remember the coach being this one coach that wasn't so light-handed, so upset, like, with our bad performance. 
Because I would just remember like the parts that were funny, like the mm-hmm. bad parts. Like First Timothy two eleven, it says, "I do not." I don't know this because it's Bible. I do not permit a, woman to, permit a woman to teach or to have authority over a man. I got so stuck on that one that all I did was every time I met somebody, I go, "Hey, it says in the Bible, bow down, bitch." Like, like I was so stuck on that. But I remember, like, if we lose, the, the our coaches would be so upset. They would be so angry, like. Like, as a matter of fact, I think I did get choked out with, uh, you know, with a priest robe or something one time. And totally, totally consensual. But, like, yeah, I was just trying to think of when did I did have a when did I have a coach that was crazy. And it was when I didn't know much about first. Well, I'm not looking for anybody's sympathy. I'm just saying, like, I watched the this the coaches on the wrestling team uh, coach. If you don't want to know about the Book of Paul, dog, I got you. <laughs> and I have to say that uh, the main coach, well, both of them are, are, are exemplary. So, like, after I didn't really get to talk to my kid, he gets on the team bus, goes back home, and then we pick him up at our school, rides a team bus home. And I was, like, waiting for him to get in the car and, and, and just be devastated. And he was like, hey, what's up? You know, got in. And, I, and then I was sort of like, dude, you need to be a little more. What do you mean, more, what's up? A little more upset about We all saw what was up. Yeah, so I had the video all queued up, ready to show him the fan's perspective of the situation. And uh, I... I I let it wait for a little bit, but uh, he was telling me, oh, yeah, you know, the coach got on the bus and was telling me it was a hard loss and, you know, it's not going to affect anything. It's the only loss you've taken in conference and, you know, you still have the opportunity to do this and this and, and it's, you know, been a great it's great season. And, and and I was like, okay, I feel a lot better about this situation because, you know, like you said, you want to you want to be there. Do you think he's posturing? Like, just like, nah, no, no, deal. no. I know Mike. My, my, he's, he's very high on um, – um, Confidence. He's very. He's very self self confident. Mm, doesn't it doesn't take him long to bomb back. You know. Okay. Well, so, good. Good. But I mean, the thing I was, guess. is he got encouragement from someone he has respect for, which is the coach. I see. And the coach is like, "Hey, you know, everybody takes one now and then. This is the way it goes. We all and, take and, and, and you have to because that's how you learn. Otherwise, if you went around, you know, like they always say, these these professional fighters, like Conor McGregor, for example, one of the critiques is that you know the better the the more popular he becomes and the more money he has, the people that surround him and his his trainers and all this, yeah, they want to they want to stay on the money train. Yes, man, that's what happens. Is eventually, yeah. watch Rocky three and you'll see how Rocky started believing the hype, and then Clubber Lang showed up and Mickey's like, you can't win, Rock. This guy will kill you to death. Inside a three round, you can't because you, this guy. you're in here. You're in here doing a a, a, a public training. Yeah, video workouts. Yeah, but, but you know, people are buying T-shirts. There's fingers with the you know, yeah, Rocky fighting Thunderlips like a fool. Yeah, exactly. So, and uh, that that let me jump forward a little bit. This last weekend, I took see, going uh, up in Hessville. This is not a problem. I took my my whole family to see uh, Creed two. Wow, and, you did uh, was it uh, wonderful, oh, dude? I'll tell you what, it was great. I I my seven-year-old daughter was sitting in her seat when creed was fighting in the end and she was throwing punches and i mean she was in it man she was super excited like no right oh yeah it was it was it was pretty exciting for me now my son leaned over to me and said this is just regurgitated garbage it's not and i i was devastated i have to admit i'll tell you i i shed about kids these days seven eight hundred tears during creed two which it's a little more than seven eight hundred. Yeah, uh, Creed one. I went with a, another. Did you cry more? Another buddy of mine. This movie than you did. A Star Is Born. Yes. Yes. Okay. I didn't cry during that. You didn't cry. No. I cried in all the love but scenes. But the so Creed one. I went with a buddy of mine, and 
we, he was actually one of my kids' baseball coaches and we became friends and we were always talk about Rocky, Rocky, Rocky. So when Creed one came out, I'm like, Hey, let's go together. And he's, you know, my age, maybe a couple years older. And I remember we were both wiping our eyes during, and I'm like, wow. it was a matinee, it was a matinee show too. And I'm like, man, I just can't take it. It's too emotional. Yeah. This, I was just throwing popcorn at the screen going, Lady Gaga, that, that shit's not real. Nobody writes songs like that. This was a Creed though, not. Yeah, I know, but I'm just talking uh, about my own experience. So, so my kid, my son is telling me this is, this is, you know, Hollywood can't came, come up with anything new. This is the same story being told over and and it, it honestly it pissed me off. Yeah. It pissed me off. It's a formula, like, but we like this formula. Rocky, except for Rocky Balboa. All the other Rocky films, uh, to me, are they, they are all important. They're excellent. And I know they're corny. I get it. I get it. Okay? But there was one scene at the end of Creed where, you know, Creed obviously starts coming back. He's getting beat. He starts, you know, Rocky does where he trained. They trained a little bit differently for the rematch, and the starts happening. And I elbow my son. Come on, because I know my, my, my dad would have done this to me. My dad would have done that to me. Yeah. Oh, this guy has no idea what's about to happen. Here, here comes that whooping. Well, you really are turning and, him. And he just looks at me. He's like, <laughs> really, dude? Really? He's like, so stupid. And I'm like, you don't get it. Rocky is a metaphor for everything. It's a formula and a metaphor for life. I mean, if that ain't a fucking metaphor for life, <laughs> without a doubt. <laughs> so I don't know how important Rocky is to you, but but it pretty important. I mean, so we we obviously came back and I made him rock, we watched Rocky one. Well, and then we started to get onto Rocky two, and and we got we got tied up with some other things. But though, you know, I feel like we need to watch go through the library. Due to my eighties blind spot and sheltered upbringing. Oh um, no, please. No, listen. Okay. I it took me a long time to get there. I didn't see Rocky three till I was probably in my twenties, um, because Rocky four came out and I think I was old enough to get out of the house to see at my friend. I don't maybe it was at my house, whatever. I saw Rocky four like a bunch of times, so I was always like, "Dude, Rocky four is the best one. The other ones are boring. They're stupid. Like they're boring." And it wasn't until I was an adult and I go, "Oh no, actually, Rocky four is kind of like the frosting on the cake, and the right. rest of them are the cake, or at least one is the cake." But uh, yeah, so I saw four like 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 fifty times. Why well, don't I'm, I, which is why Creed, which is why Drago's son showing up is a special spot for me. I got to get there. Well, and, and this isn't about reviewing Rocky, but but I will say that I, I was telling my son. So we came back and watched Rocky one, and I'm like, I'm explaining. He's like, Rocky's a real good guy. Like Rocky has a really good attitude, and people people put him down. And you remember. <laughs> He's working for the loan shark and, and the driver of the loan shark's car is, is always like, you know, giving Rocky shit all the time and busting his chops about him being stupid and his girlfriend not looking good. And, yeah. And, and, and you know, yes you'll both. see a little bit of fire when, when, when that happens from Rocky. But okay. by and large, Rocky is a great overall attitude. He's, no, he's a, a good sweetheart. guy, a little bit punchy. But I was like, I, I maybe, was telling my kid, maybe. I said, you got to understand, though. This is all about that PMA. You know, this is what this guy puts into the world, and that's why. Like, he doesn't know anything other than being him, being it's who he is. It's the same with dude, Stallone. Man. They were talking about that on the Corolla show this week. Has anyone done more with less? <laughs> I, no. I, this guy was a heavyweight boxing champion in a franchise that spawned its own franchise. And he's, what, 5'9"? Yeah, right. Like. It's probably pushing that. Dude, I, I mean, like, his movies have never been super... A deep or like he has spawned Rambo. Mm-hmm. Like he's like, here's a story. Like this guy, you know, I will, like, argue, like a though, vet. I will say Rocky one is an amazing movie. Like I really believe it's a great movie. No, it but, is. I just mean like who has done less with no, more. I get you as far as like, well, not, I mean, physically he's a monster, but like 
with le- with less he you know what he is I don't want to say Mexican food but I guess Italian food makes way more sense like with less ingredients he keeps switching it how about we fry the tortilla and call it a chimichanga I put some tattoos on me and I escaped from jail this time all right how about we get a bigger burrito and call this one right. uh, gor- uh gordita <laughs> like I had same. another guy with a with a with a blonde quaff we're tango we're cash we're cops. Yeah, he's okay. good. Yeah. I'm bad. Who's the rock? He's a new guy. Throw him in there too. Get Vin Diesel. We'll uh, we'll do the same shit. Like he's able to take the same ingredients and go. But and you go, hey, Mexican I, food. I, is I a know perfect... that's beef and cheese. And you go, yeah, I know. It's fucking it tastes. But great. this time, cheese and beef, <clears throat> and uh, no no lettuce. Right. Like no, nah, with less with more, dude. That's a good way of thinking about nah, it. No, he's sure. amazing. He's amazing. But uh, moving on, I, I, I just like I, I just family. I just wanted to. Uh, to point out that a Rocky was an important thing for me and my dad. It will not be an important thing mm-hmm. for me and my son. I no. wish that my son, and I, I look back, I, I remember my dad always bringing up Rocky or, you know, Mick saying, Hey, you know, Rocky remembering that, you know, mm. and get up and win one more, you know, fight one more. <laughs> my dad round. made me watch captain Ron. <laughs> and what about Bob? Let me tell you something. Captain Ron is a <laughs> gem. Super good. Gem. I, we should review Captain Ron one of these days because I know I've seen it but thirty the, times, but, but I don't remember. It, but the thing is, it's it's again that doesn't. It, it's a great movie. No, it's not a piece of crap. It's uh, a great movie. Well, I don't know. That might be debatable. It's a good movie. Like who? It's a who, decent movie. Who brings it's it a, up? Who goes like, eh, classic holiday films or I'll tell you funniest what, movies ever? What? Uh, Ron, Captain you know, Ron is a solid choice. <laughs> I put on Twitter um, that I was moshing right. Mm, which you like said that. is like the word moist to you. Yeah. You want to you explain what that means? When I said I went, when I said I participated in a mosh, like mosh, yeah, a mosh was had. Mosh potatoes. <laughs> mosh. Um, you don't care for the word. No, you want, you want to say it. why? That's my moist. But see, I you don't you don't care for the action, or you don't. Care no, for the I word. don't care for the word. I okay, but I believe that's. But what if I it, call it slam dancing, no, you... I, it's two entirely different things. Okay. So moshing. Is what dirt heads that listen to Nirvana or Pearl okay. Jam. I mean, you're talking or, about me right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what, I, mean, I can hear you. I'm so, right here. Yeah. So basically, I'm, I look. I'm watching your mouth. What I consider moshing is is guys flailing like their shoulders straight and high, their mm. their hands flopping like a fish at the wrist, hands down, and they're in in Wait, those, where, yeah, where they're, are they're the all just running into one another and, and like 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 fish. In a barrel, blah 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 blah, and then you know, and why just, is everyone's hands? Why don't know, are everyone's picture, hands so low? I just picture, except for the people on the edge who are pushing people as they come around. What about the elbows up? What is that? What does that make a difference? I'm just that's no. It, I mean, it, I'm that's, serious. That's what it. it the division comes to head. To what my if brain. knees and elbows are both up and being tossed? Um, you know, circular. I just motion. moshing to me is where like girls can be involved in that. Oh no! Well, I mean, they can. Yeah, you'll like see the hardcore ones, dude. Yeah. The ones that don't want to get kicked like, in there. Basically, junk. it's just people pushing. They're getting in there and they're pushing, and they're they're you know that that's what moshing is. What is me. slam? Dancing? Slam dancing is a specific motion. So it's yo man, you can't right, tell me how to get down. Why has it got to be so specific? Right foot over left because it, it's it's a specific thing you do, like circle pit. So what you do is you. I've been a circle pit. So, but there's dude, nothing, the scariest pit of my life. There's nothing in the middle of the circle pit. Okay, so yes. a circle pit just moves around the perimeter. First mosh pit of my life was Pantera '97, I think. Mm. And my brother Nate, who's a pretty big dude, ran. I'd never been in one. Oh, a little trepidatious, right? My brother Nate runs into it wearing sandals. This Pantera '97. This yeah. is I think it's past Southern Trend Kill, Far Beyond Driven, whatever. 
dude. And I was like, oh my God, he went in there with no fear. So I was like, I have to do another man card. You know, he's like, you need to pull it. I pulled it. I ran in there. Scariest mosh pit of my life. Well, not Forearm scariest. shivered. But dude, seconds. it just like, I remember being so exhilarated because I was like, everyone's running the same direction. I'm talking about the lawn at the World Music Theater, Tinley Park, whatever it is now. The Chase, Ampha, Hollywood, Cards, Majestic. Mm-hmm. Um, just this, it's like, if you fall, good night. Right. Like, you're done. We're done now. But I thought it was so strange because if you don't fall, no one's getting hurt and we're just jogging. Like a little, it was odd. To me. Well, so so I fell, so but I made it alive. I look at a mosh pit as what you would see if you were standing on the stage at Woodstock '96. Green Day is playing, and you're just seeing a droves of people sl- like hitting into each other. Like there's no, there's no formal pit. Okay, the difference, no, but that's that's the chaos is part of it. Is it just jumping around and slamming into is each like other? If you, if, like so, if you were to go to like a hardcore show. Um, back in the now again, since moshing came to be and is probably more prevalent, you'll see more of that. But usually, I you like would the see chaos like, about it, like skinheads or whatever. Form it's a circle that goes around, right? And everybody's there's a certain movement you do, a certain way you do it, and it goes around in a circle. That's why. So that's different to me. And then there's pogoing, of course, which is a of course. So why do you, where say you stand course? with your hands like next to your side and you just jump up and down? Like would have been like, you know, the late seventies punk rock. It's just more of a spring up and down. There's not really any kind okay. of you know what I mean. You're just okay. Like, what what I do like you call you? it when a guy who's 38 has too many beers starts running into people that don't necessarily want them to run into him, and then wakes up and his Samsung smartwatch is missing? What what's that move called? <sighs> I, I I a I don't I don't even know what you'd call it, but but I don't know. What do you why. call why it when you, you wake why? up why? and you look at your phone and there's a bunch of voice memos of you asking people in a crowd if they knew where your watch is, whether they like Bradley Cooper or Lady Gaga more in The Star Is Born. Yeah, I don't know, well, dude. What what concert was this at? <laughs> dude, I went to see I went to see the the Menzingers. Yeah, that's right. I went to see the Menzingers with my buddy Fuzz. Dude, I even put it out there. I was like, Yo, I saw. if you guys want some of Fuzz, it scrolled right on past. Dude, I like, like Fuzz. Like Actually, I enjoy Fuzz more than I like you. I don't blame you. He's yeah. a delight. I see him once, twice a year. And when I do, it's funny because here's one of the reasons I explain like why I don't have a drinking problem. I'm like, hey, Fuzz, man, it seems like every time I see you, like I get fucking crazy drunk, you know? Like, it's just, you know, I don't want you to think like poorly of me. I was like, I've known him since I was eight, but I was like, dude, I don't want you to think like I'm like this crazy drunk. He's like, no, nah, I don't want to think that. I go, well, because... I only see you a couple times a year, but when I do, I'm so excited. I'm like, it's fuzz. So I go into Frank the Tank mode. I was like, so I'm Does afraid he? like, no, <laughs> he's more reserved than me. I mean, he, he definitely reserved. <laughs> he gets down. He, if we're doing like Laurel and Hardy, Abbott and Costello, he lets me play my role. Well, I woke up and I remembered mess. I vaguely remembered. It's not, I wasn't like blackout, but I just remember asking him something about like the star is born and i looked at my voice memos because that's also how i record music if i have a melody i'll sing it into my phone i'll play it later and dude there's like 30 minutes of me asking people no 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 i, I know you're not a lady gaga fan They're like bro i don't even like lady gaga i'm like i don't even know who i was talking to but i was like listen i know i, I know you're not a fan but what do you like more like her meat outfit or when she wears like comes in that like alien suit? you're not gonna email me that to add into the show I think I may have deleted it just in case okay. you prodded me for it. I'll check. If I have it, you can have it. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I was asking people that. But uh, this watch, which I I do not spend money on myself. Contrary, oh, contra- no. 
my fancy watch. Oh. Contrary to popular belief, I don't spend, although I live in Funster now, as Michelle Quinn calls it, I uh, I don't buy shit for me. So I bought this watch and it was like 200 something dollars. It And it tracked my workouts. Bro, I'm swimming. It's waterproof. This pit was not a crazy pit. As a matter of fact, it was so not crazy that I started going into like almost like bully mode. Not bully, but <laughs> like, like... Trying to make it crazy? Yeah. Like not bully mode. Like, We're going to do this. Let's do it right. It's like, it's like I don't want to hurt anybody, but like, yo, if we're jumping around, people are like, ah, good game. Like, nah. I mean, good... Like you say good game after you pick you up and someone's like bloody. Then you right. go like, ah, you did a good job. Like get back, you know, slap in the ass, get back in there, bro. Or whoever. So, I'm partying. I'm jumping in this mosh pit. I'm having a good time. And then I wake up and I just go like, all right, it's 2018. What? This is like where I go like therapist couch moment. I just go. And you, it, it wasn't a short time ago where I told you I went with Joe Riley, musically <laughs> meditated to the Gorilla Biscuit show. And I told him beforehand, yeah. here are my ground rules. I am not doing any of that. I'm going to stand a post near, find this good spot. See, where I could have used you because you could have just been like base. I, I still feel like you're going to do what you're going to do. Yeah, but I'm just going to find you later. Oh, and get yeah. me home safely. Yeah. Well, I was just glad that, that he had a, a knee surgery not that long ago, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling the same." Dude, I started off chill. I'm on the edge. From the bar was great seats, so me and Fuzz are hanging, and I'm like. Dude, I could I could hang right here and watch this show and watch this band I love. I could hear the lyrics. I could enjoy it. I could have a great old time. Um, but was like it the Concord, yes, Concord Musical. Yes, it was. Okay, yes, it was Concord Musical. Right. So I'm at Concord Musical and I'm thinking, chill here. I can see everything great. I can hear everything great. Just like the opening bands, it'd be fine. But it's like I I heard that like. Like I heard like something inside me was like, um, I always go back to that movie True, True Romance where Val Kilmer's playing Elvis and he looks at uh, Christian Slater and he's like, you gonna, you gonna let the guy walk around breathing the same air as you? I looked at these people jumping around in a pit with with what I viewed as a, a, a tepid aggression level and I went like, you gonna let them, you gonna let them. You're gonna let, you, 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 you're gonna let them. You're gonna let them have that, and then go, and they're gonna go home, and they're gonna tell their friends, dude. I was, in, I went to see Men Singers last night. I was in this pit, and it was fucking, it was fucking raw, dude. It was, and I just pictured that, and I went, I don't know, like, not like I'm some, I'm not some badass dude, but I've been to enough Deftone shows, I've been to enough shows to where it's like, if you're not a little bit scared, it wasn't that great in right. the pit, right? Yeah, so I was like, let me go in there and let me cause some panic, a little bit of strife, you know? Uh, so I did that. Somehow my watch was missing, which is saddened saddens me. Um, and you called, and you called, you looked in the Lost and found at the venue. And it I started it. interviewing people about Lady Gaga and smashing into people and lost my watch. And I just thought, like, like, I, I'm a little nervous to draw a line in the sand. I want to go look, look, look. I, <laughs> I want to go. Okay, now, like, when I'm 39 or when I'm 40, that's a pretty solid number. Like, do I go? Okay, now you're 40. Lock it up, knock it off, hang out. I had a similar experience to that, that got me to it. where I am because I took a buddy of mine to see Dropkick Murphys, and he same age as me, and he was like, and we we're probably thirty eight at the time, and he said, oh yeah, maybe thirty six, thirty seven, something like that. But he's like, oh, I'm gonna go down and get in the pit. It was at House of Blues, and he was up. He forced. I stayed back by the bar. He forced his way all the way to the front. 
and he got his uh, his molar kicked out of his mouth and his glasses broke by somebody who <laughs> jumped off the stage and had boots on. And he that came back and he's like, yeah, my glasses sort are of. broken and my tooth got kicked out of my face. So now, Did he just walk around with no tooth and was like, I'm good? That's yeah. Tooth. I mean, what That's... else is he going to do? I don't know. Like, panic. like we, we waited until the panic. end of the show. No, he he didn't even come back till the show was over, and he was just like because he was trying to feel with his tongue. Like, is it cracked? Is it gone? Like, Whoa, what, what what do we have baby. going on? I admire his toughness. But not that much longer after that, I went to a naked ray gun show, and um, that was probably the last time I was up front, you know, in the mix. And I was just like, it's not fun. I'd rather actually, for once in my life, hang back, like you said, not with a phone. It just watch no, the performance. Just enjoy it. But I went to see, what, two, three weeks ago, right before you went to see the Mesinger show, I went with my wife to see Naked Reagan and Jawbreaker um, at the Aragon. Mm. And my wife, we got there and uh, Smoking Popes opened. What if your wife wants to mosh? This hey, is what happens. She, what if she wants she to goes, pogo? Hey, uh, I want to go up front. I want to be right on the fence for yeah, Naked Reagan, who is going to play second. So Good I go, her. I'm not doing that. Good for her. It's, first of all, the, the crowd wasn't super dense yet during, because uh, Smoking Popes came on a half hour before they were billed to go on. So oh, wow. people weren't even there yet. That's a great you know? band. And uh, I was like, I'm standing in the back. So she's like, I'm going up front. And so I'm watching her. She's edging her you way up. You didn't go like, with her? Oh, I was so irritated. You can't. Because I go, right? I don't like to be enclosed. I don't like to be... It's, all these people were my age or older. What did I tell you I last week like, about my embracing... My wife was probably the youngest person there, or for the most part, average age was probably like 36, What did I tell you about embracing the awkward? Like, if you don't get uncomfortable, you ain't... So I finally ended up getting up there with her, where probably like <laughs> four physical people rose back. Yeah, There's yeah. no seats. That's pretty good. That's and real good. So we're, then Naked Raygun starts to get ready to play, and now the place is packed. I mean, it is packed to the back. And I'm thinking, oh, you know, usually when Naked Reagan plays, shit pops off and it gets a little crazy. And now I'm up here with my wife, you know, and uh, you got to go into protector mode. That's the that's part. see, that's what, that's what I'm saying because you know, chicks will do, say, act in ways where they have there will be no reprise, no, no, there will be no punishment for them. Explain, you will you explain will protector mode a little bit for people that don't understand. Well, I mean, it's just the same as like. You, By the way, you and I have not talked about this. You're earlier, creating but, a bubble around you, you know, because you know what's to come, and your my wife is completely oblivious and just like, well, if I don't want to be part of the the raucousness, I won't be, and it's like that's not what I'm explaining to you is it's going to happen, and it's like being in an earthquake. You don't get to choose. You right. put yourself in the middle of chaos. And it's about to crack off. Well, and not only that, but protector mode means you are the Robin and your girlfriend, woman, whoever you're with. Sometimes girls I have never even met before. Oh, for sure. But I see them and I go, oh, shit, I guess I got to be the protector. Like, you just see it happen. You go, I guess you're in over your head. You have to be the Robin to that nest and you have to span your arms over them without yeah. being like you but shield you, the blow. You have to shield them. Also, and this is an important part, especially for the Me Too movement, you have to shield them, but not be weird about it. Mm-hmm. You can't shield them, but be like, you have to wrap yourself around them without wrapping them yeah. around them. It's, it, look, nobody wants to be in protector mode. And it's you awful. know as well as I Oh, do. and you get kicked in the head. Especially people jumping off the stage, and they're just, they're flipping over, and they're, they don't know where their boots are going or whatever. So It's we, hard to cover yourself. We you got to cover you and her. We work our way all the way up there, and it's probably, I mean, we're, we're thousands of people deep. And she's like, hey, like Naked Raygun is like half, maybe halfway done. She's like, hey, 
I'm going to run to the bathroom and grab another beer. I'm like, you're going to have to wait. Because oh, and what are you going to bring your beer back here? Like, yeah, that's what her plan was. I go, you're not going to drink it there. First of all, you're not going to make it out. No, well, the crowd never got like to. Well, you could always make it out. The crowd, Someone this crowd was was older. It never got to a pit, but everybody was pushing to get closer. Still, so she leaves, and I go, well, I guess I'll just see you around. Like, text me, and we'll figure out where we're at. Like, yeah, I, 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 like you can't wait. She's like, I have to pee really bad. I have to. You got to give up your spot. And I'm like, point. do, do I, You want me to go with you? She's like, no, I'm good. And I'm like, are you sure? And she's like, yeah. You have to. Well, I did not. And she went to the bathroom, got a beer, and dudes let her mosey right back on up to her old spot. I go, this wouldn't happen if you were a guy, though. Oh, no. (laughs) So that's what I'm saying. Like, No, not in a million years. Never. She's like, oh, my husband's up there. I love, love, love the fact that sometimes pure confidence and or like just, just like the the will to win. Right. I mean- just like I'm gonna, I'm, get, I just I'm gonna have get a, a defeatist attitude in that situation. I go, I'm just not gonna have an, get another beer until because you know from experience, right? <laughs> She's like, you know those old like Tex Avery cartoons where like the baby gets out of the crib and the baby's walking through like construction site, yes. and then the wolf is behind the baby, and the wolf is like like stopping pianos from falling on the baby, and like there's blow torches, and so he's getting burnt, right? And like uh, uh, people are throwing wrenches and hitting him in the head, yes. All the while the baby is blissfully just. Uh-huh. That's how I that's how, that's how I picture your wife with a beer walking through a crowd with like flamethrowers and bullets and she's going bup, 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 bup. other people are dying in her wake and she's going that's a little hoppy you know what I mean like without a doubt without a doubt <laughs> I love so, it so I love it I, I've made that transition and but okay, that's I'll not be, just not just concerts oh no no absolutely that's like not. in whether you if you're walking up to a bar a crowded bar in a restaurant or you know, walk anywhere, baseball games. It, it doesn't matter. It just, that's the mindset she has. And, and that's the mindset most chicks probably That's what have. I mean. And that's, listen, dude, if if you get the W, you get the W. You know what I mean? Whether, yeah. you, whether you took Sometimes a knee at the last. you got to take the L so she can get the W. That's for sure. <laughs> whether you took a knee at the last minute or you threw a game winner, it still counts in the books. And I like the way your wife goes but you, about it. But, but I've told you before, my wife is one of those chicks who would easily, if somebody crossed her in that process, she'd be like, hey. I want to point out that guy right there. That's my husband. And I'm about to walk over to him and tell him to come punch your face in. Right. So <laughs> I can't. I, that's why I'm like, let's just stay in the back. She is like a poker player with house money. <laughs> just like, du- or, no, no, blackjack. It's like, hit me again. And you go, well, no, you shouldn't. That's a bad. Hit me again. I yeah. got a blackjack. <laughs> what do you know? Like, Thank I love God. it. Oh, it's so far so good. But so what? I'm glad that, uh, I'm glad that you have an outsider's perspective on this. <sighs> think you had a bad day i had to do an emergency shit at target today you know how look i'm not like a i'm not like a germaphobe it's a pretty filthy store and i don't even have to i'm not even asking you which one regardless of how many good-looking white girls shop at target that doesn't change the status of the bathrooms not one bit Mm. um i'm not a germaphobe but man dude it's gotta be like like if you can't hold it until you're done with target that's how you, you know what mct oil is Multi-chain triglycerides? No. This is a, I've been doing this. I've been doing this eight sixteen thing, right? Like where you don't eat for sixteen hours and you eat. Like you have a you have a window, like where you go. Okay, I'm gonna eat from noon to eight, and yeah. that's it. Right? I've been doing that for a few months, off and on, mostly on. Part of it is like sort of a ketogenic. I'm not gonna get into. It. I'm not keto or whatever. I still eat carbs, but like essentially, when I wake up, I'll wait till I hit my window, and I'll just dump some MCT oil in my coffee. I don't know. Like Dr. Drew says it's good for you. Vinny Tortorich talked about it. Whatever. So that's what I do. But they're like, oh, put like a tablespoon. I figure out 
Tables don't work so great for me, so I do a little bit less. Well, this morning I woke up again with not sleeping. I make some coffee. I dump a bunch in there. But, dude, this stuff, it's supposed to be great for your brain. But, like, if your body has, like, a threshold. If you get, like, if you get like two drops more than you're supposed mm. to get, it's good night, yeah. Sally. It's bad news. So I go, all right, let's grab the kids. They need to I got, let's go Target, whatever. I go to, I'm drinking my coffee. On, I'm drinking my coffee on the way there. And I go to return some stuff, and I was like, lum, lum. I'm like, listen, you guys better go shopping. I'll be back later. I'll find you in 10 minutes. So, that, I mean, that's how my day's been going. That's how, like, I'm not saying, like, I can't take some lumps, but this is the kind of, it's been a shit at Target day. Yeah. So, just like, you know, if I was like, you know, you have, like, grades, like, oh, it's an A through F system. I don't know what, I don't know what you call it, but if it's a shit at Target day, boy, it has not been good for me. Listen. Every now and then I have to have an episode that's cathartic to me. It may not be the funniest things in the world, but <laughs> I needed to get this off my chest because uh, I just, I wanted to know, because I know, like I said, you you swam in high school, like all through yeah. high school. So you you probably had some some insight into this, this whole coaching thing. But um, I stumbled into a bathroom the other day during one of these wrestling tournaments and there was a coach, it ended up being the locker room and not the bathroom. And the coach was giving these Which is, kids, by the way, a place you never want to stumble. These, uh, the coach was giving these 12 and 13 and 14-year-old boys uh, a what have you. And I mean, as far as... Hold on, hold on. <laughs> as far as motivating them. Dave, I usually do the filthy stuff on this show. When you were a baby in your crib, your father looked down at you. He had but one hope. Someday my son will grow to be a man. Well, look at you now. You just got your asses whipped by a bunch of goddamn nerds. And he turned and looked at me as I rounded the corner and stopped giving his motivational speech. And I said, oh, I, I just needed to use the bathroom. He I said, just got to take a shit. Go on. He said, this is the locker room. And I said, yeah, I know, but it said men's bathroom on the outside. I, I was just confused. And he goes, yeah, I get it. It's the locker room. The bathroom's down the hall, and I go... You're wrong. Keep walking. A, is there any toilets around the corner? And this guy was just like, are we going to continue this? Bro. Can you clearly see I'm in the middle of a motivational speech? Bro, so, shit in the yes! sink. But please just be out of my sight. I, yeah, I, I ruined it. I, I, I totally ruined it. Was um, it a good speech? I mean, I walked in on it. It sounded like a good speech. It reminded me of that speech that, remember, the coach gave to the... Uh, to the Alpha Betas when the Tri-Lambs beat them in the carnival? Well, if I was you, I'd do something about it. I would get up and redeem myself in the eyes of my father, my maker, and my coach. Yes. Yeah, I mean, very much so. That's, how could I forget it? It was a momentous speech just like that. So uh, real quick before we wrap Wait, things. Oh, you got something? Can we? Yeah, you can. Can we just... Talk about Good Morning Julia. I know it's been done in other podcasts. I don't know what that is. It has, dude. Good Morning Julia has. My dude, my my wife gets mad at me because because I keep waking up in the morning. But then after that, she goes, like I beat jokes to death. Like when I hear a joke, it's like if shit's funny to me, I just keep doing it until it's not funny. Pull my finger. Pull my finger. It's just yeah, keep pulling it. Like why? What am I gonna not laugh at that? Right. Um. Good morning, Julia. Is I don't know if you. I'm a big fan of uh, Tom Segura mm-hmm. and Christian. Uh, I'm sorry, Christina, Christina Pashitsky. That's Pris- why we call her Christina P. Uh, Christina P. Um, their podcast I like a lot. 
they find these crazy weird like viral videos. And there's this video of this guy called Good Morning Julia. And he met this girl at a gym, made small talk with her for a few minutes. I guess got her name and I guess her number or we paid to get her number. You know, they could do that. And instead of just going like, hey, it was it was good to talk to you the other day. Like, maybe you want to talk again. He sends her this video professing his love. It's like one of those things in the newspaper, the uh, lo- the chance encounters. You ever seen yeah, that? Yeah, of course. I-, I send one out every time I meet a nice guy. I, I think we read I mean, one. No, I don't no. know if you were on the podcast, but I know we. there was a time where we I were was. reading those. Yeah, was, was, yeah was I was. That was great. Well, that was like the, the entrance of me. Can I show you some of this then? Yeah. Because we don't, we don't have a cool system like them. But they were showing this video and breaking it down. And I would like to hear your How take. How long and, is it? And again, it's only two minutes okay. for the whole thing. Just, I just wanted to know. We can stop it whenever. No, just play it. Um, but uh, I just wanted your take on it because it's funny. Because I'll put a lot of stuff on Facebook and it won't get a lot of hits. Or I'll work tirelessly on a Cheryl Scott video and no one will know it exists. Or a reaction video, I by the way. I saw you thirsty bitch. You put a video of you singing and your daughter. You playing guitar. How dare you call you, me thirsty. Yeah, you know. Listen. You know what? I, I don't even... Well, well, we'll get to that. Point is, these videos are great. Definitely do better than your reaction video. Oh, dude. People have, like more than 500 people have watched me and my daughter sing. But, um, dude, that's, hey, are you going to, were you going to not record that? Like, were you going to not keep that? No, I could keep it to myself. Yeah. I, I could record it and keep it to myself. But it's so fucking cute. I got to share it. So just watch this guy and then I want to get some of your reactions, all right? <clears throat> it's me, Joe. Oh, hold on. Let me go all the way to the beginning. Just wanted to say hi. Wish you a great... It's bad editing. Good morning, Julia. It's me, Joe. Just wanted to say hi. Wish you a great day. <laughs> Tell you that meeting you yesterday and getting a look at you was probably one of the greatest moments of my life. You were... I'm going to stop it for a half second and say, what are your opinions on his ceiling fan and his goatee? I the, mean, the goatee bothers me. No I one's like, really mentioned it, it but it bothers me. It's too beefy of a goatee. It's too long. It's like it's, it's like a long butt. I it looks it how... looks like it got painted on by a dry brush. Yeah, but it, like you got to like, dip that shit again so it fills it. Yeah, it's just weird. It's like the bottom of it like it's part of his like under neck beard goatee. I don't know. I, it's it's strange. It's would, hard to He needs to either shave or or uh nobody looks or good shave. with a goatee or have a, a beard. Not a good look. So, okay. So meeting her was the best yes. moment of his life. So beautiful. You are beautiful. <laughs> you are to me. I mean, just, you're gorgeous. You're precious. You're precious. And uh, it's been sitting in my mind when you said to me you want to go back <laughs> with your ex-boyfriend. Please erase him from your memory. Don't ever go back in the past. I know, because I've been there. And I understand when, you know, you're trying to find somebody and you go on dates and nothing compares to your ex. But there is... I'm going to put another pin in it there and say, what do you think he knows? He's like, listen, I've been around this track. Dude, what what kind of track has well, he been around? I'm fixated on the fact that the guy looks like he has a $300,000 house. <laughs> and why does he not stop moving? He yeah, that too. Do you think it's subliminally just to go like, hey, look, look, this is how bad I feel bad like he's got one is. of those cameras that like, it's like something that's hooked to his chest and has like a selfie stick attached to it. Yeah. He's like, good morning, Julia. We're on the Black Diamond sli- Ski Slope. Uh, yeah. I'm about, about to hit some fresh pow pow. It's All right. very weird. Go on. Where is that better person out there? And Julia, I promise you it is me. <laughs> I just love the way says I Julia. I love you like you've never been loved before. Uh-oh. I will cherish you. Uh-oh. I'll make you feel he says like that a woman, now. a real woman. <laughs> feel like a real lady, woman. After you experience me, 
You won't even know who your ex-boyfriend is. I just think I, I'm glad he has that kind of confidence, but I'm th- <laughs> I'm feeling like it's <laughs> never gonna live up to that. Why wouldn't I, you shoot low and be like, I wouldn't even put that out there. All right, put your kids out of the room for a second and easy ears. A guy that's got a goatee like that, I bet he thinks he's so good at delivering. Yeah, the I, goods. I feel like he's. I feel like if you have a goatee like that, you're the kind of guy that goes, "Listen, just just lay back. Let me take care of. Let me take care of you, Julia." I, I mean, it's gross, dude. Yeah, no, it's definitely gross. But all right, I, I, I just that always bothers me when dudes say shit like that because it's like, come on. Also, treat you like a woman. What do you like? What does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> all right, go on. Definitely up no, for that's, interpretation. That's perfect. So, open up your heart to me in your arms. <laughs> Let's go full throttle. Full throttle, my baby. I can see me falling in love with you. Go full with throttle. You just, I don't know, I just looked in your eyes and I just melt. I have to feel like <laughs> this. He, it reminds me of, the, and you're not, I know you're not a huge Howard Stern guy, but like the Gary Delabate tape. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this, 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 this got to be derivative. The accent right? is such a. But I mean, it has to be derivative of that because I have to feel like he either thinks this is going to be humorous to her, which I, I, that's the furthest thing I think from his mind. I don't mind, think but, he does. No, but it's like, okay, keep going because I have a question after. Like, how did he expect her to see this video? I just, did he, was he friends with her on Facebook? I just, or? from now on, like, if you, from now on, if you feel dedicated in something and feel like excited, like if you're if you're if you're all in, vlog want, about it. I want you to go full throttle. Okay, full throttle. Anyhow, I'm heading off to work. <laughs> this is my cute little home. Everything you see behind me, I built everything. Every, every square you, inch, from crown mold, every to square chair inch. rail to floors to lighting. To I like plumbing, how chair rail like doors, that's some windows. sort of. Uh... <laughs> so this is the type of guy you get. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait a minute. It's a beautiful home. But did you say you put in the goddamn chair rail? Yeah, well, the whole thing, this is the kind of guy you get. It's a crown molding type of type of thing that we're doing here. Well, it's sort of like, hey, I don't know if I I don't know if I even want this guy or but you could leave your chair rail. I will tell you this. Every house isn't made better by crown molding. Uh, Sometimes it's a bit much. Yeah, for sure. It's like elephant statues. Like in a rich person's house, looks great. And I yours, can't believe this guy isn't wearing more than one visible chain. Like either. you're in Central Hammond, maybe you don't need a gold statue. Okay. I'm a very handy guy, and uh, that's what you get. Double Julia. entendre. I'd love to build you whatever you want. Build a life with you. <laughs> so I hope this video doesn't scare you. Oh, why well, would uh, That's how I feel. I mean, why would it scare you? I just want you to know that. Okay. And I look forward. <laughs> okay. Uh, going out to dinner with you. Wow. So all right, Julia. Let's make it happen. Mwah. Ciao, baby. He kisses. So dude. I he get kisses. that this is their their part of their podcast shtick and a bit that they do but i know i'm just like reusing material i feel bad but i know but my question to you is because i don't really know the the origin story so you're saying they basically surf the net well the origin story was found post somebody found it and then they just made fun of it i think she was freaked out julia julia got scared what do you scared? i hope it doesn't freak you out and scare julia so julie sent it to her friends and was like hey dude I don't even know who this guy is. So like, this wasn't a like YouTube I was doing video at the time. He walked up and said, "Like you're gonna lift all that there? Look at this goatee. I could lift you with them weights." He, this isn't a YouTube video. It's a video that he maybe. How did he get her number? Her friends put it on. Like she sent it to her friends. And was like, right? And they made it. She's they put a, it on YouTube. Okay. Th- what, how old do you think that guy is? I would say thirty. Seven. I'd put him in the early forties, late thirties. I least. would too, but Probably I was shooting bit. low. Okay. Just 
So let's say he's somewhere near there. She's a freshman in college in Iowa, somewhere in <laughs> Iowa. So he's like, like he saw her doing front squats and was just like, listen, I want to, I want to be there for you. I want to be there for you to give a recommendation, and I want to, I want to go full throttle. So he sends her this after meeting her briefly. Otherwise, it's like it's one thing if like they had a couple dates, and like okay, I feel bad, like the guy's a little corny or whatever. But we're all corny, right? Like I don't, I'm not the kind to really make fun of people for for no reason. But when you're when you're being creepy, well, I will say, this. like if he was just that way and was like, hey, can I go hang out with you guys? I'd be like, of course. I'm gonna be very general, but I think you you can you can feel me on this story. I know a guy who is a handyman, a friend of mine, okay, who has right at different times fallen in love at first sight with uh oh. people that I've introduced him to. If I could see videos. God and bless. doesn't understand that it's possible that that his he's in a and what I say class, I'm not talking about him not having any. I'm just saying like in the pack order, in the rank of things, he doesn't mm. understand his position. But isn't that isn't that similar to well, walking through a crowd so with a full beer? I've had somebody tell me before, like, "Hey, it kind of makes me uncomfortable." This person has said this, or I think this this person this guy kind of likes me and is and uh, mm. it's, I'm not I'm clearly not into him. Mm. And and my response to that is, I also can't begrudge him. He's a guy trying to do his thing. I mean, it's not anything unethical or illegal. It's, it's I mean, we're not talking about a, you know, something crazy. Dude, if being creepy never worked, nobody That's would ever That's what I'm do saying. It. So like you I I always say like I've never been <laughs> But when it doesn't work, boy oh boy does it really If not if work. you were hit on by somebody who you weren't necessarily attracted to, yeah, you'd be like this is uncomfortable and I I wish this just didn't happen because now it's going to be uncomfortable mm-hmm. every time I see this person. Yeah, However, a- there has to be some there should be some bit of flattery to it, no? Well, dude, he, here's what's frustrating in, in the world, right? Like you go, okay, say you're a guy, you're available, you're in the prowl, whatever the hell, right? Are you a handyman? Oh, listen. I could Do I you get, drive a panel a windowless listen, panel. Listen, Dave, I don't know if you know this about me, but uh I could do your drywall for you. I could do your drywall. Look, all the shows we've talked about, I've talked about how bad I am and stuff. However, I could do your drywall for you. I could paint for you. I could probably do some of the trim work for you. I can go on and on, but I won't. But my point is like, like, okay, let's say, let's get hypothetical and crazy. I'm in a scenario where I'm I'm interested in someone. I'm going to approach them. I'm going to approach them naturally, hopefully, and calmly, and, 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 and whatever feels right feels right. And I'm not going to be super pushy, right? Like, I'm say I meet somebody, I'm not going to be pushy. I'm going to let it happen normally, hopefully. Someone else would jump in and just be like, good morning, Julia. And just, like, I guess what I'm saying is, like, if the result, if it's, if the result could be the same, it's but, almost. Yeah, it, you'd take the quicker route. It's almost like working hard for your money versus just stealing it, or or or, or just be like, dude, like like technically you could get that money if you just go and smash that bank you vault. You know in. as well as I do, we all have that buddy who just goes, listen, it's a sheer numbers game. If yeah. I ask a hundred chicks in a bar to go home with me, one of them is going to say yes. Yeah, the guy. Period. Who, the, the guy. At who the end peacocks. of the night. At the end of the night, I'm going home with with somebody from this bar. Right. And doesn't it, it's not about quality at all. It's no. literally just about no. I have a goal. No. My goal is to be sleeping next to somebody at the end of the night. And what's frustrating to the universe is that, 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 guy's, is that that guy's not wrong. Oh, he's not. He's not wrong. He goes out there and he peacocks 
and someone's gonna be like, oh, look at them feathers. Sometimes it might be a good catch. Sometimes it might be a bad. Yeah, catch. everybody else is going but, out there like a surgeon trying to pick the specific dude, best case scenario. I'm and it never works you. out. The guy who's trying to make the right moves, and be like, let's be subtle about it. And if cool, I say and, this, listen, it's gonna I, sound I, creepy. If I listen, don't, I'm trying to be cool because I like. Of course, I want to do that, but I'm trying to respect you. So I'm having nice, which is what a normal person does. I, and the other guy goes, "Hey, how about you and me like smash ugly?" That's and I it's like that's not gonna work a hundred times. But he's doing it 400 times. So know, he's getting laid four times. I know a guy who's substantially older than me. We're going to be best friends, love. Person who, a prominent person who has told me on many occasions, I've seen him do it, he'll go up and say some some vulgar stuff. Dude. And he's like, if I get the laugh. I can't even. Nine times out of ten, you're going to get a slap in the face. But he goes, when you get the laugh, done. Done deal. And I'm like... Hey, whatever, man. But He's like, how about me and you just go full throttle? Yeah, pretty much. Me and you, full throttle. Pretty much. Uh, well, we will uh, we'll break it down. We'll reconvene <laughs> next week with some more. <laughs> know, with some more. But uh, I, I just for anybody who ordered uh, T-shirts and pay and all that good stuff, sweatshirts, zip-ups, they will be ordered out uh, Monday or Tuesday of next week. So I cannot wait to see mm. people take pictures, uh, you know, do take model the best-looking photo. Model them. Dude, can I... Okay. Go ahead. You guys ain't gonna. You guys ain't gonna fucking play ball. But listen, <laughs> you're just not gonna do it because you guys don't like us. But if you did, if you really did like us, if you guys were like, hey, I know you guys are gonna us like four years of free material and shit. If you really did support us, you would take a video wearing those shirts and you go, "Good morning, Julia," wearing your shirt, and you would send them to us. I'm not saying like you don't care, but I just, but I feel like you don't. And if you did care, you would take a video, preferably with ceiling fans in the background, and go. Good morning, Dave. Well, Good morning, to, Ben. You, and send us a video. That's what to, I want. You need to post. Send that to me so I can post it so people can see what you're talking about. Okay. But the other part is, uh, even if you weren't one of the people who bought one of the new shirts, if you're one of those people who are satisfied with your old Dude. shirt and want to, you know, want me to justify why you need to buy a new shirt, you can wear your old shirt and do the same. Send thing a video fine. of you and your old shirt going. <laughs> Good morning, Dave. Yeah, right. Good morning, Dave. There you go. Hey, listening to your podcast was the best 60 minutes of my life. You're precious. You're Here's treasure. The Watch the video and <laughs> then make your, make your channel. own video, but specific to the podcast. <sighs> All hey, right. listen, Ben, I know you took a shit at Target. I just want to say I'll be there for you. I want to go full throttle. <laughs> All right. That's episode 197. See you later. Later.
starts the storm.